Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Tuning in and welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Caius, along with producer T Bone. Hi, Mr. T Bone. Hello, David. <laughs> T Bone has the better mic this week. I don't know why, but we'll keep moving on. And of course, <laughs> our in-house barbecue expert and my co-host Dan Doc Hathaway. Dan, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. Um, we're going to be talking a little bit to Dan later on about a uh, barbecue contest that you were in this weekend. It was a huge failure. Well, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> I was I was going to leave that till we actually got to it, but that's all right. That's okay. The first the first part is uh, admitting you have a problem, right? So. <laughs> well, you haven't done one in years. So. It's, well, it's been almost a year. Almost yeah. a year. Yeah. So, you know, you're out of practice, and it was an epic failure. Anyway, also coming up, Dan has lined up a great guest for us, Cosmo. Cosmo. Not from not Cosmo Kramer not, from nope. Seinfeld. <laughs> no, the real Cosmo. The real Cosmo, <laughs> whose website, by the way, you want to check this out. Great products. It's Cosmo Q. Dot com. That's K-O-S-M-O-Q.com. And Cosmo's going to be on there. He's got 30 different barbecue products on his website. Um, and just seems like a great guy. Yeah, he really is. We, we've been cooking against each other for a long time. And uh, he's now just, man, he, he doesn't do that much competition anymore. And uh, he's basically just focusing on backyard, you know, selling the products. He just opened a new store down in Oklahoma City. And, uh, yeah, just killing it, just like everybody else in the barbecue business right now. So he didn't beat you last weekend like everybody else? <laughs> no, thank God. But there were a lot of people that did. <laughs> and if we have time, we're going to talk about, uh, well, we're going to talk about your competition. Sure, and, we'll, we'll And I know I'm teasing bit. you, but. It's okay. The thing that is, you know, we talk mostly about folks doing better in their backyard. Right. And that's the main focus. It is our main focus. Yeah. But but we kind of want to take some time, too, and talk about competition and you being a competitive barbecuer. Yeah. And kind of from start to start to finish, you yeah. know? I mean, it's a, it's a process for sure. Yeah. And uh, if time, we're eventually going to talk about chicken breasts and whole chickens, which I have a feeling we're going to postpone that until <laughs> around September. So I was... I love surveys, and I brought up one last week, and there was another one, again, on MSN.com, and it talked about tipping. Now, here's the thing. You know, we're going through a tough time with the COVID and all that, and much love goes out to all of our barbecue joints. You know, we, we love our barbecue joints, and we worry about them, and we're hoping they're doing okay, and some of them, you know, maybe closed temporarily, closed completely, unfortunately. But a lot of them are going, and a lot of them are doing, you know, they're just bringing it out or however they're doing it. Some, right, some right. are opening up now. But here's the survey, and this was talking about tipping, okay? Okay. Not, not cow tipping, but <laughs> <laughs> tipping your servers. And I have long been an over-tipper. It's just the way I am. Nothing wrong with that. I figure if I'm going out and somebody, because I know people are working in the restaurant business, and again, going back also to our barbecue joints, that is hard work. That it is. is it's very hard work. Extremely yeah. hard work. Yeah. And if, if I'm fortunate enough to be able to go sit in their restaurant and and enjoy their food i always tip extra i always hate it though when i get bad tipping though so here's here's the thing uh, what do you think i'm gonna ask i'll ask both you guys both t-bone and dan 
How many percent of people do you think tip less than eight, less than fifteen percent right now, or just traditionally? Just traditionally. Man, I don't know. I hope it's less than thirty. Yeah. Yep. Okay. T bone. Forty-two <laughs> percent. I just said it was less than thirty. <laughs> He's about as bad at math as I'm. <laughs> Perfect. You know, last week, last week. T-Bone, we did, we did a survey question, and he hit 100% by adding three numbers together that none of us could do. And this one, he couldn't even do under 30. Uh, 8%, by the way. Of, this is people surveyed. Well, so there's hope. Yeah. So there's hope. Yeah, there's okay. Hope. Yeah. So how many people do you think tip from 15 to 20%, Dan? I would say quite a few because that's like right in the wheelhouse. It is. That, so I would say probably, I don't know, 60%. That's close. I'm sorry. I got ahead of myself. Forty-two <laughs> percent. <laughs> oh man, I, it's a good thing you're pretty. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what do you really think? Fifteen to twenty percent tip. What do you think the percentage of, of people said that that's what they tip? Oh, you know what? That's the key. That's what they said. I know, and I agree with that. Okay, fifty-five percent. Seventy percent. Oh, baloney. <laughs> You know, and, and, and let me say this. I am one of those people. Well, okay, let, let me finish this, and then I'll, I'll, let me chime in there because you know what my feelings are already. More than 20%, Dan, how many think people claim, percentage-wise, tip more than 20%? 25%. Okay. Don't say 42% or I'll throw you out of the studio. <laughs> uh, 12%. 12%. 21%. Yeah. Oh, baloney. <laughs> but all those people are, are actually in the food service business. So <laughs> the foods know. now that's a, you know, that's a great point. Yeah. If you ever go out and eat with somebody who's a server or bartender, yeah. or whatever you see them leave sometimes as much as their meal or drinks. And yeah. you're like, what are you doing? You go, I'm a server. I'm right. in the service industry. Yeah, you just you build yeah. you build it say. into and the that, cost of what you think that, it's going to cost you to go out. So. And there, yeah, those are the people you want to serve. Right. Now here's the last question. And if, if T-Bone was doing his math correctly, which we realize now that was a <laughs> fluke last week, how many percent, what percentage of people say they don't tip at all? Dan? I would be embarrassed to say that, so I, I would say less than 10%. Okay. T-Bone? 0.3. 1% claim that they don't and, tip, Yeah, and we hate those people. Yeah. Uh, we hate those people. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. When I go back in the normal days with normal restaurants, and I eat alone most of the time because, well, it's me, uh, I, I normally over tip because I know that I'm not going to have a big bill, but it's always so kind of funny because sometimes they come up with me with an attitude of, oh, well, I'm not going to make much money off this guy because yeah. he's just here. <laughs> anyway, so people, long story short, please tip. Please tip your servers. We'll be here all week. Especially if they're delivering barbecue. Especially to if they're you. delivering right. barbecue. Of course, yeah. In my case, it was pizza and I got a whole lot of extras because I tipped good. But anyway, okay, that came out really wrong, but I'm going to move on. <laughs> So uh, before we run out of time, <laughs> thanks, T-Bone, it's our favorite segment of the week. It is Ask Dr. Dan, the Barbecue Fix-It Man, sponsored by Smoke on Wheels, bootleg bar- I'm sorry, bootleg bourbon-infused barbecue sauce. This is the sauce that we're giving away this month. It is a award-winning barbecue sauce. T-Bone, what question you got for Dan? Okay, we heard from Robert in Alabama, and he wants to know, what's the difference between all these different regions' barbecue? Is Texas that different from Kansas City style? That's a great question. That is a great question. Well, of course it is, or there wouldn't be it wouldn't be called regional barbecue. So in Texas, you find a lot of salt, a lot of pepper. You know, know, they they cook with mesquite a lot of times. Uh, They'll mix some oak in. 
get some good smoky barbecue. They usually cut their brisket pretty thick. I mean, Kansas City's traditionally, you know, a thinner, you know, thinner brisket, you know, sandwich briskets and, and Texas, you know, you'll get bread and, and all that stuff, but don't ever ask for sauce and, and make sure the brisket's cut thick because that's the way it's <laughs> supposed to be in Texas. But, you know, you travel to other places, the, the East Coast, you get a lot of tons of pork, not a lot of beef, and that's the kind of their specialty. So you'll get, get a lot of pork with some really good vinegar sauce and a lot of coleslaw. I mean, some of the best coleslaw, you know, you'll ever have is on the East Coast, especially when they mix it up with the pork. But, yeah, I mean, regional, it, that's what makes barbecue special is that it, everybody does it a little different. And, and we're now starting to see a lot more regions pop up where mm-hmm. barbecue is becoming more popular, like Southern California. We, we've traveled out there and done some contests. And uh, it's, uh, it's just the whole barbecue landscape of America is really changing right now. Nice. It so really is, is it true that Kansas City is the most widely uh, used form of barbecue I would in the say, United States? Well, I would say any more because of Kansas City's uh, popularity with contests and their influence within the competition community. So you get a lot of those people out in the, the, the North, you know, Pacific Northwest and, the, and the, the Southwest and that sort of thing that really were introduced to barbecue because of the competition aspect of it. And now they're taking that style of barbecue to their own state, to their yeah. own region, and, and creating their own thing. And, yeah, it's, it's, I really think Kansas City is kind of the, the jump-off point of barbecue for a lot of people anymore. Now, I don't say that to, you know, I'm not from Kansas City. No, so that's fine. I, I have no horse in the race. Yeah, and I'm not, you know. I've, but I hear that. I've traveled all over the place, and, and I'm, I love every different kind of barbecue. And, and one of my favorite things is, is going down to Texas and eating at Con Lodge, getting some brisket. I mean, that's one of the best places on the planet. Well, the thing that is... Uh, I do love all kinds of barbecue, and we got to get going. We've got a great guest coming up. Cosmo is coming up next right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. The odds of a child becoming a professional athlete, 1 in 16,000. The odds of a child being diagnosed with autism, 1 in 150. You know the odds of autism. Now learn the signs. No big smiles or other joyful expressions by 6 months. No back and forth sharing of sound or facial expressions by 9 months. And no babbling by 12 months. To learn more of the signs, visit AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Big Mo Kaysan, and you're listening to Barbecue Radio Nation. And there's one tip for you. If you're looking, you ain't cooking. I to be going on my merry way. It's my own damn fault if I'm fool enough to say. Guilt as charge. You got me in your sight. Your pull is not as strong, but the devil... He's out tonight. And welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Caius along with co-host Dan Hathaway. And we've got a very special guest on the line today. 
We got Cosmo, and I mentioned this earlier. You want to check out his website. Great website. CosmosQ.com. That's K-O-S-M-O-S-Q.com. CosmosQ.com. One thing that Cosmo has on his website that I love, he talks about his passion for barbecuing and then spending more time with friends and family. I think that's fantastic. Dan, of course, you know Cosmo. Yeah, we, uh, I, I've known Cosmo for a long time, competed against him, and uh, actually buy a lot of his products for the barbecue store. So. <laughs> well, here he is. Cosmo, welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. Well, thanks for having me on, man. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now, Cosmo, I was looking at your website, and you're from a little town in Oklahoma called Tuttle, Oklahoma, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's where we uh, currently reside. Now, I travel so, all over the Midwest doing stand-up, and I've been all over Oklahoma. Do not remember Tuttle. Now, how big is Tuttle? It's not very big. About <laughs> <laughs> how big? If I was guessing, there's probably about 10,000 people here. 10,000? It's spread out. It's mo- it's mainly all country. Okay. So, you know, it's, now, when you, know, you, when you say 10,000, Cosmo, are you counting the cows, or is that just people? No. No, no, if we counted the cows, we'd be probably about the size of Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good eat there. So before I, before I let Dan jump in here, I got a question. I was looking at your website, and Dan, of course, is our expert barbecue. I'm just, I'm just the, the amateur. But here's the thing. I've never tried it, but I want to start doing this. Talk about, because on your website, CosmosQ.com, you talk about injection, injecting the meats. Talk about that for a second, would you? Especially for the average person, maybe somebody who's never tried an injection before. Well, you know, a, an injection can do a lot of things for you. It can it can deliver uh, flavor. We mainly use it to deliver flavor in in conjunction with moisture. Now, uh, what makes our injection so popular is um, there. So some of the ingredients we use in there, they're kind of like what I call little moisture robots. So what? <laughs> What they do is with one hand, they attach to the protein, and with the other hand, they grab all the natural juices and whatever juices you use to mix the injection, and they just hold on for dear life. Now, we've all had that one guy that swore he made the best brisket, and then you got over there, and it was just like eating boot leather. <laughs> so, that happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and and, I, and I'm a firm believer that that's where barbecue sauce came from. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Hey, so Cosmo, when you first started developing your products, was the injection the first thing you really started experimenting with, or did you more go towards the rubs and the sauces? So you know, that's a great question, and I get asked this a lot. What I started with when I first started competing, I think it's been 15 or. 15 years ago, 18 years ago, it's been a while ago. Yeah. But there was really no like specialty rubs on the market. There was a couple of them, Byron's butt rub, um, and you know, not not too many. So in competition barbecue, I always uh, like had this picture in my head of what it should taste like if that makes any sense to anybody. And <laughs> so I st- I started making my own rubs first. Um, I actually came out with Cow Cover and Dirty Bird, um, and that's what I uh, used. And then people started asking me to, you know, hey, can you mail me some, ship me some? So we started doing that, and then uh, and then one day um, we just thought, you know, let's, why don't we just get into the injection business? Because I've tried some different injections out on the market, and I I personally wasn't a fan, 
they, you know, and I think it's just a uh, people have like different flavor profiles that that, that agrees with them. It's kind of like uh, like cilantro. Some people like it. Some people <laughs> say it tastes like soap. <laughs> what if you like so, eating soap though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so now we so we got with the rubs and then the injections. And then when we first launched our company, we started with the injection because I really never thought anybody would ever buy our rubs. I just, you know, didn't, didn't understand how, you know, how big the market was. And then quickly went from two injections to two injections and two rubs. And that's kind of where it all came from. Well, on your website, CosmosQ.com, you've got a bunch of injections. How many different types of injections do you have? Uh, well, right now... Let me see. Let me count them. One, two, three, four, five. I think five. Inclu- five or six. And including the stuff to actually inject with, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we got it all, man. So the one thing about your injections that I, I've, I've noticed that, you know, that the, injecting your meat has really become really popular among even backyard guys. And, and it's kind of funny because we carry, a, you know, Obviously, we carry multiple different injections, different brands and everything else. And people really view it as a, as a different seasoning. You know, uh, we sell a lot of a lot of your product for brisket. We sell a lot of your product for pork. But then at the same time, we'll get people that come in and buy one injection that's maybe not Cosmo's barbecue injection. But then they'll turn around and they'll buy the same exact injection um, for pork, but with your label on it. And it's it's kind of neat because you it's changing the game of barbecue right now, especially for backyard guys, because they're able to experiment with different things and get different flavors. And I just didn't know if that was something you designed it to be as, or if it just kind of happened that way. So with me, man, I always like to, so the, the, the end user is, is the king to me. So if, if, and, and I've heard of this and actually I do this in some of my uh, brisket recipes is I'll mix two of my injections together. Mm. And now some, some people like another injection from another company, but they like the way that ours taste and the way it, uh, it holds on to the moisture. So they'll mix the two so they get a flavor from one and the moisture retention of the of ours. And you know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And when you talk about the backyard uh, barbecue, the backyard barbecue game is starting to come on strong. Oh, yeah. So freaking impressed with what is going on in the backyard barbecue world right now. It just it, it, it just shocks me till no end. And and to be quite honest with you, that's what really uh, was the main reason we launched our YouTube channel uh, back uh, three, four, five years ago. You know, Cosmo, it's come on so strong that a couple of guys started a radio station about barbecue. Did you hear about that? <laughs> <laughs> and we will show up at the, anybody's basement to record too we, we will go anywhere <laughs> hey let me let me ask you one, one more i want to talk on uh, injections a little bit more because this is something that i have not tried so if you're a new guy like me and i've seen your packets on your website do you how much do you inject say i, I assume it depends on if you're doing a brisket how many pounds the brisket is kind of walk us through that for somebody who's never tried it before well, so if you want to get into the science of it, it's, you can add so much injection per pound, and then the liquid is just how thick or thin you want it. Now, we've made that real easy. 
if you take a half a cup of our injection and mix it to 20 ounces of liquid, knock yourself out. Okay. And if you, you know, and, and if you want more, you know, just make another batch. That's the great thing about ours is, is all you, it, it, it blends in seconds. Uh, it never clots, never cakes. So, I mean, and, and what I always tell everybody is just follow the directions on the bag for your first one, right? And then adjust from there. And then you can experiment. There's a lot of people that will actually grind up some rub because so, they have a they have a they have a, a favorite rub that they like to use. Or instead of using water or distilled water in their injection, they'll use beef stock, beef consomme, chicken broth. I mean, it, apple juice. I mean, the 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 limits are endless on what you can do and how you can mix it. That is so cool. Well, listen, Cosmo, do you have time to hang with us for another segment? Because we've we've only talked injections mainly, and you've got so many products on your website. Can you hang on for us? Absolutely. All right. We will be right back with Cosmo. Uh, you can check it out, CosmosQ.com, and you'll be able to find everything on our p- Facebook page on BBQ Radio Nation. We will be right back on Barbecue Radio Nation. Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories. Skewers, racks, thermometers, books, DVDs, and so much more at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Barbecue Radio Nation with Dave Caius and Dan Hathaway will be right back, right after this. to Barbecue Radio Nation, Dave Kias with Dan Hathaway and producer T-Bone and also Travis Helvin is out today. Say hi, Travis. How you guys doing? <laughs> Without him, we would, well, thank you, Travis. <laughs> so anyway, we've got on the phone with us Cosmo, who's got a great website. You need to check it out, CosmosQ.com. I love that name. That's K-O-S-M-O-S-Q.com, CosmosQ.com. Talking to us down in Tuttle, Oklahoma. Uh, how you doing, Cosmo? I'm doing wonderful, man. Wonderful. Now, Dan's got a great question he was talking about during our break. Okay, so, Cosmo, as you know, the social media is huge anymore when it comes to barbecue, especially, you know, education and that sort of thing. How much have you seen what you're doing online affect your business? I'm sure it's been huge, right? Oh, well, yeah, dude. It's been absolutely nuts, man. About... Uh, I want to say four, almost five years ago is when I started getting into the video game. I said not the video game, but <laughs> into the into the video portion of barbecue. And I thought, you know, man, it, it, the the best way to is to take the knowledge that I have and make sure that it gets out is you know is to put it on social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. All the, all Are the you really doing things. TikTok videos? Are you videos? dancing Come on, on man. TikTok? How many, <laughs> how many beers do you start dancing, Cosmo? <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to see that. <laughs> well, man, I, I really, I watch all your videos. I love them. I, I especially, you know, one of my favorite ones that you put out was when, 
when the uh, master built cookers were first introduced and, and you've got your hands on one and I immediately was like, Oh, I got to get one of those. And, uh, it, it proved to be a great cooker for, you know, uh, not a whole lot of money. So, I mean, that, that's, that's huge. And I, I hope master built did you a good deal on that. Yeah. 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 Well, it's funny. I was, you know, we were chatting with the owners of master belt and I was just like, man, I, I was just, I, I can't say what I was thinking, but I was just so I was so pissed off that they didn't have this cooker when I was learning mm, yeah. because th- I'm telling you what they're doing is a quantum leap forward in in backyard barbecuing that is 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 just crazy and the in the food that comes off of that thing I'll tell you right now. I'll go against anybody, anywhere, any, I don't care. That thing kicks out some of the greatest food. And you. And honestly, you don't even got to be that damn good. No, it, 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 it takes the intimidation of firing up a stick burner and, and it just, it makes it like an oven. It's just, it's, yeah. it's like a yeah. pellet cooker on steroids pretty well, much. Well, you know, Cosmos, yeah, one, yeah. one of yeah. our goals of Barbecue Radio Nation is to get more and more people to barbecue and not be intimidated and to... Yeah. You know, like me, when I first started grilling steaks, I was very okay. And over time, learning about barbecuing and grilling and stuff, I feel like I do a fairly good job. And you're one of those people who's out there teaching people. You've got recipes also on your website? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Tell us. We, uh, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was going to say, tell us about a couple of your recipes real quick. Well, um, the uh, I don't know if it. I think it came out last week or the week before, but um, in 2015 we happened to win the world state championship. Oh, nice! So, so that you know, and I was like, you know, let's give this away. If people want to cook, you know, I, back in the day when I was trying to learn, like n- no one would tell you nothing. <laughs> that, so, so we you had to shig on them. But I was like, man, let's just give this away. Nice. Let's give this away to people. And, you know, as a matter of fact, you don't even got to use my stuff. I don't care. I mean, I like it when you do. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. But, you know, it, just get out and get to just get out and get to cooking. So we did a recipe and I did my backyard steak, the, the one that I like to eat, eat at home versus my competition steak recipe that won me $10,000. And then we tasted them live on the air. And it's it, or I say live in our YouTube video that you can uh, find on um, on YouTube, and it was I was you know e- even to this day I still eat that steak and I go golly boy that's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we, we've only got limited time. One thing I got to ask you about from your website: tell me about what is wing dust. Oh man. <laughs> We just oh, <laughs> listen, man! I'm fixing to change your game for. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. So, so here, here I'll give it. I'll, so the wing. So every every time you made wings, you had to go get uh, some hot sauce and make your. You had one kind of wing. You had hot, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, how awesome would it be if you could sit there and cook five pounds of wings, and if somebody wanted garlic parmesan. Somebody wants salt and vinegar. Somebody wants chili lime, and somebody wants, you know, buffalo hot. You you each get to make your own. So we came up and developed our own recipes for wing dust that you you cook these wings one hundred percent naked. I don't care if you fry them, grill them, smoke them, bake them, 
microwave them. I don't care. <laughs> when they get done, all you do is you just pull your little portion to the side and you hit it with the wing dust that you like. And man, boom! You got you, you got B dubs in your backyard, son. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, the Nashville hot's my absolute favorite. I've got a, a pretty good recipe. I'll I'll put on our Facebook page next week for a, a Nashville hot chicken dip that's just absolutely killer. Just absolutely oh, killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a funny story about that. I was sitting in in uh, Nashville at I think Hattie B's. Hattie B's. And I, I, I was sitting there and I was eating it and I was like, how come nobody's ever made this into a powder? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And so. So I got I call I called my food scientist right there sitting at the table. I said, "Hey, I got an idea." Food scientist <laughs> on speed I dial. Said, <laughs> yeah, I said, "Why why don't we make a Nashville hot chicken wing dust?" And he was like, "Are you kidding me? I'll get right on it." And and by the time I landed back in Oklahoma City, within a day, I had the sample. We did a little tweak on it, and oh my goodness, man, that's the stuff that makes your babies born naked right there. So good. <laughs> hey, Cosmo, I hate to cut you off because you've been an absolute delight, but we're going to have to go. I want to remind everybody once again, check out Cosmo's website. It's CosmosQ.com. We'll also have it on our Facebook page at BarbecueRadioNation.com. Thanks again, Cosmos. Hey, anytime, man. Anytime. Thank you, guys. You know, uh, a deadbeat. Somebody in the square community won't give a shit about. Well, aren't you? Well, yeah. And welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Kais, along with barbecue expert Dan Hathaway. We are broadcasting from the lovely studios in Emporia, Kansas. We want to thank very much Travis, the uh, our production director today, and of course T-Bone, who's also doing all the work, and also Phil, the general manager. I hate to say anything nice about him, but <laughs> he's a buddy of mine. But we're in the KHDL FM 99.5 studios here in Emporia, Kansas. My country, 99.5.com. Did I say that right, Travis? All right, I'll say that again in English. My country, 995.com. There we go. Perfect. So I check them out. Nice folks down in here in Emporia. With, by the way, disc golf was invented in Emporia, Kansas. Emporia is great. I love this town. They've got a <laughs> beautiful theater downtown. I performed there a year ago for the disc golf tournament. It was a lot of fun. Um, also, I want to remind everybody, if you're listening and you want to catch previous shows, or maybe you missed half the wonderful interview that we just had with Cosmo, we're all over the place. You can listen to us on Apple Apple Podcasts, 
Spotify, along with Stitcher, just to name a few. And, of course, check us out on our Facebook page. Please go to that and like us at BBQ Radio Nation. That's Barbecue Radio Nation. It's BBQ Radio Nation. And check us out and listen to former shows. Now, our expert, Dan Hathaway, who also <laughs> does a lot of things, you know, raises children and chicks all at the same time. That sounded weird, but we're talking chickens. Chickens. but they're chicks at the moment. Well, I got chicks, too. Yeah, you got, <laughs> you do. got three little chicks yeah, now. He, he's got the Lewisburg chicks. <laughs> uh, so you haven't done a competition in a while. It's been a while, yeah. It's actually been since the American Royal last year, you know, with COVID and everything. Right, yeah. And, and I've been so busy at the store because everybody's world got so small, everybody's cooking at their house now. Mm-hmm. So I have not had a chance to practice at any barbecue. And so, you know, at going into this contest last weekend, I was like, man, I don't – I. I'm not prepared at all. And, and, and one thing about competition barbecue, it's, it's kind of like golf. You know, if you want to be good right. at golf, you have to play all the time. Yes. If you want to be good at competition barbecue and develop a rhythm and, and kind of get a feel of, of what's going on, you have to cook all the time, whether it be in your driveway using real time, you know, a real timeline mm-hmm. or actually going out and cooking at contests. The most uh, successful competition barbecue guys cook every weekend. They'll they do cook, it all the time. They'll cook 40 yeah. weekends a year, oh if not gosh. more. And, you know, spend all their money. You know, <laughs> the kids aren't going to college because we spent all our money on competition barbecue. And But, boy, they ate well. They did eat well. And, you know, every once in a while you get a check. It's kind of like dirt track racing. You know, if you go and you win, you get a little check. And, it, man, it that just fuels the fire even more. So talking about competitive barbecue, uh, one of the radio stations I used to work at, we used to have a big SUV as one of our station vehicles. Uh-huh. And the guys there, they decided, let's do a competition. Okay. okay? And yeah. they'd never done one. Right. So I helped them load this SUV with so much of equipment. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe. And the guy who was doing it, he said, I had no idea how much you had to buy. Oh, absolutely. It's, a, it's a job. Oh, yeah. It's a job. I actually started last week on, uh, I started on Tuesday, right after, you know, right after we did our show. Right. And I started on Tuesday and I... I started packing and I started organizing and doing all this stuff. I, my, my fifth wheel needed to be clean because it, it was still winterized because <laughs> right. I, I hadn't been able to take it out. So I, I spent from Tuesday till Friday morning at 1230 when we left the house prepping for this contest. Wow. And that was only packing and organizing. That wasn't actually practicing the, pro, the cooking process. Right. I mean, it was, to, long story short, it was a disaster. <laughs> And I will. That's not going to happen again. I mean, I'd, I'd have to. Uh, I'd have to turn in my barbecue card for that one. Remember how I always refer to him as our barbecue expert? Well, now we're going to call him our barbecue disaster. Almost. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was, has been, now, never now, was. Now, what competition did you? Uh, so were we you were in? up north of Topeka in Mayetta, Kansas. Oh, I know Mayetta at Prairie Bank Casino. Yeah. And you know, years past, we've we've done all right there. Um, we, you know, it's always a great contest. They do a great job. Great spots for the competitors. It's all pull through RV spots, so you have water and electric and everything. It it's really it pampers and kind of spoils. I the know guys. that area because I yeah. broadcast live and radio in the past. That's a great okay. area. It is a great area. Yeah, it's a great area. So what uh what foods did you? So we barbecue? did the, the four the four competition meats. So we turn in chicken, ribs, uh, pork butt, and right. uh, and briskets. Now and, of your four, yeah. which one do you think you did best? I think our pork was pretty darn good. It, it, okay. it, it was the one of the better pork entries that I've had because I've struggled with pork for a little bit. And, uh, yeah, the pork entry was, was nails. Okay. So what and did so, you do that you think that made it really good? Honestly, I used Cosmo's injection. <laughs> and uh, and I just and it, it got cooked right. Hang on a second. Cosmo's 
Josh, are you listening? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, he may, he has a great injection called Open Pit. Mixed it with a little bit of apple juice, and uh, man, it, it makes a great you know spicy pork, and and it, it did and it scored well out of the sixty plus teams that were there. Okay. We were we were eleventh, so we we were close. No, that's cool, you know. And and the problem is that everything else, I either overcooked it and I. Or undercooked it, and so I just struggled with everything. So let's else. talk. Let's talk about that pork. So, okay. how many pounds was it? So I actually cooked three. They um, they averaged eight and a half pounds. Okay, and um, you know just cooked them. You know, some people will butterfly them out or, or break them down, right. take the bone out of them. I just left them whole and did an old school low and slow. You know, cook on it, and it, the tenderness was there, and the and the flavor was great. So, so let me ask you this about doing injections. Is that kind of a, a way of like? Because I'm, of course, familiar with rubs and right. all that kind of stuff. Is this kind of a way to cook flavor-wise inside out? Absolutely, yeah. So what you get with the injection, like when we talked about Cosmos, you get the um, you get the phosphates in there, which the phosphates actually connect to the the muscle tissue, okay. and it'll it'll help keep all that moisture in there, and that moisture, you know, in turn translates into flavor. Uh, so the mo- the more that you can keep inside the the meat, the more natural flavor you get out of it. And you said you did three different pork ones. Well, I I did the same recipe, but in order to get enough for the turn in box, I do three pork butts, so I have Got options. Because if I just cook one, I'll screw it up, kind of <laughs> like I did my brisket. I overshot my brisket by about five degrees, and it it you know it was great eating brisket, like it's the brisket right. that I would cook at my house, but it wasn't what the judges were wasn't looking competition. for. Yeah, no, okay. there's a big difference. Well, let me ask you this: Did you have any leftover meat? I had a bunch of it. Uh huh. Yeah, I and, sure did. And where is that meat right now? Uh, it's in my beer <laughs> fridge in my shop. <laughs> because uh, all and, and and what idea did you come up with when you arrived here? Yes. I thought maybe one of these days I'll bring in some good competition meat and you guys can try it out and then you can be the judge and tell me how it is. Well, well T Bone, don't you think we should try the bad competition meat first so we know what the good would be like? I think that's a very good point. Well, how did you know? Well, I think we start high and go low. So why didn't he just bring it in? <laughs> why? T-Bone, why did he just not bring in the meat? Huh? Because he didn't think of it until he saw our faces. <laughs> yeah. He looked hungry. You know, and Travis is here working overtime. For free. For free. And uh, you couldn't even feed Travis. Oh, man. I offered him a bottle of water. That's all Travis got. <laughs> and he turned it down, for crying out loud. It's famished. Famished. Yeah. So so how long, once, you, once you're done, mm-hmm. and, I mean, that's got to be an exhausting weekend. It is. How... How long does it take to pack up and get everything going? It it literally takes the rest of the afternoon. We get I got home at five o'clock. I wasn't done till eight o'clock unpacking, cleaning up, and getting everything organized for the next contest. And I assume you're just exhausted. Yeah, I went to I actually worked on Sunday, the day after the contest, oh and I went to bed at six o'clock on Sunday night and slept until six o'clock oh on Monday morning. Gosh. Well, we're going to be right back. Don't forget, check us out on Facebook at Barbecue Radio Nation. And we will be right back to wrap up the show here on Barbecue Radio Nation.
used to do. Lord, I won't do no more. And welcome back to our final segment of Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Kais, along with Dan Hathaway. Special thanks going out to Cosmo once again. Check out his website. Great products. CosmosQ.com. That's K-O-S-M-O-S-Q.com. Of course, you can find that on our Facebook page, BBQ Radio Nation. Uh, we also talked about Dan's competition. Um, how do we want to put this? We'll call it a failure. Failure. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. No, it's a failure. I want to, but we had fun talking about it. <laughs> and and I, th- I find competition very interesting. And of course, hopefully, when we get things going, we'll have more and more things going on. Uh, we also want to. Uh, we had Robert, who had our question of the week for our Ask Dr. Dan segment, and we're going to send him a bottle of Smoke on Wheels barbecue sauce, their special bootleg bourbon-infused barbecue sauce, which, by the way, is award-winning. And if you have any questions for, for Dr. Dan, except when it comes to competition, <laughs> <laughs> just email him at drdan at BBQ Radio Nation. Speaking of Dan, Dan, who's our guest for next week? So next week, we're going to have Colby Geralt on. He's a, uh, he's a James Beard award-winning chef. Uh, he owns a couple restaurants, Blue Stem, which is his fine dining restaurant, and his uh, homestyle restaurant called Rye. He's an awesome guy. He, he's just now getting into competition barbecue, and as a chef, you have a completely different perspective of food and the okay. way things cook. And I love chatting with him about competition barbecue and just how he how something somebody who's a fine dining chef got drawn into it. And he's he's a good old country boy who loves to cook and. It'll be a great. It'll be a great talk. Nice. And then we eventually we'll talk about chicken. I keep bringing up chicken. Yeah. It's our Matt Damon of Barbecue Radio <laughs> Nation. But uh, we're going to talk about chicken one of these days. Chicken breasts and whole chickens. I've I've never done a whole chicken myself. Well, tons yeah. of chicken breasts. But I want to learn how to do that better. Also, also want to remind everybody if you want to catch all of our shows, real easy to do. You can go to Apple Podcasts. You can go to Spotify. You can go to Stitcher. Just to name a few. Just. Google BBQ Radio Nation, and hopefully you'll find me, not Dan. So, uh, <laughs> but and any quick, quick tip, a quick tip on chicken breast before we go. Don't overcook it. Oh. <laughs> and what did you do with your brisket during your competition this past weekend? I overcooked it. You overcooked it. <laughs> so again, be sure to check everything out. Once again, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. You can listen to all of our interviews. Because we do, Dan lines up some great interviews. So anyway, for our producer, well, our engineer, Travis, our producer, T-Bone, you're Dan Hathaway. That's me. I'm... You're Dave. I'm Dave. Dave. Thank you so much for tuning in to Barbecue Radio Nation. See you next week, and happy barbecuing from Barbecue Radio Nation. (laughs) 